Welcome to Tiki Central, Canada. Ever wonder what is in that cool, refreshing drink that you just have to have on that hot summer's day? Mmm, yeah. Me too. Picture a man going on a journey beyond sight and sound. Wow, he has left society. He has entered Tiki Central with palm trees, beach sand, blue skies, and oh, God, get me a drink now. Here are your hosts, Craig and Cam, and their wacky views and drinks, life, and maybe information? Hey folks, how you doing? Hey everybody. We're back. Good to be back. I'm good to be back. I just uh, got back from Bahamas. Yeah, you're looking uh, significantly uh, darker than... I'm, I'm shedding my than, skin as we than, talk. Yeah, when I saw you last, <laughs> and I'm not talking about your soul. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> well, today we're going to be talking about the Bahama Mama. Mm. That's right. Well, it sounds like it's somewhat associated with the Bahamas anyway. Um, yeah, that's where it's from. <laughs> well, then, fair it's enough. Like, yeah. It's in the name. <laughs> so, uh, Bahamas, sunny place. Yes. Right. So actually what is weird about it is what we uh, we lucked out the time we were there because in May it actually is high rain and high wind season. We did not know that. And so we were there it's just to do your, uh, research. your research, folks. I know. I'm researching so much Well, and alcohol. you're such a good researcher, too. I know you know? that I fairly forgot about researching my own trip. Oh, well. <laughs> it's like, whoops. Yep, yep. Live and learn. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So it was high wind, horrible season, but but you're saying it was actually decent for you guys. Yeah. We had three days of good sun for sure. Nice. We had one rain day and about two days of like off and on wind, but sun still. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good still. Well, and I mean, I imagine if you, you know, you, you had the chance to get so badly burned that you needed painkillers, things were, eh, you know, yeah. they were probably okay. Well, also, you forget too is that most of my trips I take are usually in January and February. Yeah, yeah, so while you're escaping the... all of a sudden, when you move, you go down in April... Mm-hmm. That means that sun is much more powerful, of course, than yeah. it is during January, February. Well, yeah, because I mean it's in the same hemisphere and everything, so it's right. still. I mean, it's still getting hotter there, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was pretty. It was pretty baked by the time I left there. Holy smokes! <laughs> so the Bahama Mama. Yes. What's in it? Now, so the Bahama Mama is one of those cool tiki drinks. I remember we talked about this before. That has like if you researched it out, you Google Bahama Mama, you're gonna get twenty to thirty recipes. I see. So okay. it's one yeah. of those ones that, again, just like the tiki culture we had before, we talked about the secrecy and the inconsistencies sure. you know, throughout the years mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. the recipes have changed mm-hmm. over time. Right. Now, this is one of those very particular ones, actually, where the original recipe was back in Prohibition. Okay. But through time, through different decades, mm-hmm. the recipe has changed over time. Well, I mean, sorry, timelines. Let's okay, time like lines. like periods. I periods gotcha. of time. So periods <laughs> of time, the, the, the recipe actually has changed over time. I gotcha. Yeah, so you sort of got like like a 1960s version, 1970s version. Exactly. I assume the 70s version had a lot more cocaine in it. 
I'm sorry, don't do cocaine. Folks. Woo, yeah. that was good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, so actually in 1987, they actually added Kahlua, so a coffee liqueur, to okay, the recipe. That's, that's relatively recent. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, after that, they wanted something a little more sweeter, so they went to Malibu Rome in 1989. I see. Okay. Yeah. One of your favorites. Well, hey. yeah, yeah, Malibu and I uh, have, have got a short you and have a history. simple history, yeah. and it, it, it did not, uh, it I, I well. came out the loser on that end, yeah. <laughs> Well, I know I, I, I'm sure everyone out there is the same as you. We all have that one liquor or, yeah. or spirit that yeah. just yeah, we just don't touch. We never go around it again because something happened when we we're younger. Yeah, the, the, the only it. problem is is that when Malibu is the one, it also means that you kind of tend to run away when you smell sunscreen. And I am a pasty, <laughs> oh, pasty man. So poor guy. Yeah, no muffin. You wouldn't do too well in the, in the Caribbean. <laughs> no, I certainly wouldn't. No. Yeah, yeah. No, I need if I'm going to be somewhere hot, I need to have a nice. Th- thick, safe layer of pollution above my head to uh, protect me <laughs> oh, from God. the burning rays of the sun. Well, that sounds pleasant, jeez. Mm, yep. Now, the other time also, too, is in 1994, Bacardi 151 was actually added to the recipe. Oh, that'll add a punch. It's like, I think what it was is that, it's like, oh, it's too sweet with the Malibu rum, so let's just give it a bit of a kick. Sure. That's yeah. exactly what it was. Right. So now, the original recipe, like I said, I researched it out, and it's like several different recipes that came across, and mm-hmm. the one from Prohibition time when it was created in mm-hmm. the Bahamas mm-hmm. uh, had light rum, had one ounce of that, mm-hmm. one ounce of golden rum, mm-hmm. um, one ounce of cream de coconut, which okay. we talked about before. You can get that at a coffee shop or whatever. Sure. Orange juice, two ounces, two ounces of pineapple juice, and a splash of grenadine. Wow. Because the a... grenadine kind of gives it that color, right? Sure. That's Maybe a big drink. Talked about. Yeah. So that actually will fill a hurricane glass. Hurricane glass. I mean, yes. it's 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 fitting for for a drink from the Bahamas. I I feel like being in the Caribbean and what with all the hurricanes they get. But what is a hurricane glass for uh, the so non-expert? A hurricane glass is that tall glass you always just see at the bar, mm-hmm. of about sixteen to eighteen ounces in size. Okay, and it's got hips. It's got curves. I see, like a woman, right? Like curves. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah, hunchy, hunchy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So okay, okay. So so I got you. I've I've seen those before. Yes. Oh. So with, with this drink, you've got a mixture of alcohols and you've got juices, like fruit juices as well. So yes. if I recall correctly, yes, you do. Um, that means it should be shaken, correct? Exactly. Hey, see, bartender. Yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, so the reason why you want to shake it, and we've always explained before in the past, is that you want to do is take all those juices, especially the cream of coconut as well, and infuse that with the rum. Well, yeah, because I imagine the cream of coconut's fairly thick. It's very thick. Yeah. So is the grenadine. So if you actually just oh, okay. pour those well, yeah, into a, a glass, right, mm-hmm. the grenadine is going to the bottom, the cream of coconut will go right behind that. Sure. And it's just going to be layers, mm-hmm. and it's not going to mm-hmm. taste the same. Mm-hmm. So if you shake it up, you're actually infusing it and giving it that uh, consistency throughout the entire glass. Gotcha. Exactly. So I have to admit, though, that that Bahama Mama, I, I like the name. There's a yes. little bit of, you know, rhyming or alliteration in there. Um, no, it's not an alliteration. Um, I'm not sure what it is, but 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 it's got a nice ring to <laughs> How it. How many have you had? <laughs> I think. Um, but, but where did that terminology come from? Okay, so the origin of the drink, like I said, there's no actual defined person that's like we've had in the past where it's like that person invented it this year. Mm-hmm. It's kind of vague exactly when it was created. Prohibition time is when it looks like it was made during in the Bahamas. I see. Um, now, the original, the name of the drink and how it came about, though, is mm-hmm. pretty well refined, and that actually is defined by the song called Bahama Mama, which mm-hmm. was created in 1932 uh, by Jack Mason's Orchestra. Hmm. Never heard okay. of them. Now, another uh, band that has also a Bahama Mama song mm-hmm. is the Boney M. 
Ah, Boney uh, M. No, I certainly M, right? know Boney M. Rasputin. Uh, hey, hey, Rasputin. Oh, well, yeah. And Daddy, Daddy Cool. That's right. Live on radio, we are here now. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Never get too much Boney M. No. So that's where the title came from, Bahama Mama, the song, 1932. Okay. And like I said, it was made during the Prohibition time. I see. I see. Very cool. Um, One of the things you you, you were mentioning earlier uh, was that uh, there tend to be a lot of American tourists in the Bahamas. Yeah. So while I was there, I was very surprised at the, the ratio. There was a lot of Americans... Um, especially from Florida, okay. And and, and the funny thing, and I'm gonna. This is kind of a funny story. So you know, we go to one of those like shows and evenings they have at the resort. Sure, and they're yeah. going around to the audience and saying, "Oh, so where are you from? And tell mm-hmm. us where you're from." And blah blah blah. So this lady gets up and she's like, "Oh, my name is blah blah blah, and I'm from Florida." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "All right, folks, for the long trip that she got here." And I'm thinking like, it's not that long of a trip. It's 45 minutes. It's what? like it's like it's like us flying to Montreal. Oh. Cheapers, creepers. You know what I mean? Like, there's people there from Russia or Toronto, London, Ontario. Ugh. I mean, lo- yeah, from London, England, uh, Spain. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, all and these the jokers world. from Florida. Yeah, <laughs> these guys are from the oh, oh lucky let's bums. To the people from Florida. Let's yeah, yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. So, only 45 minutes from uh, it's only Florida a 45 coast. minute flight. So, the oh, other wow. thing, too, also my research, I found out uh, why Bahamas is so famous is mm-hmm. that Mr. Pablo Escobar. Ah, drug dealer uh, of, the of, of some some repute, some of, ill of this, repute of the century yeah. here. Yeah, uh, used to use Good Bahamas. Show on Netflix. Yeah, Narcos. yeah, exactly. Narcos. Shout out to Narcos. Hey, way yeah. to throw it there, buddy. Here hey. you go. Wait, when, uh, when, so when do we, we get be, the kickbacks? I say, are we getting something from Netflix uh, on this one? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're not included in the contract. Damn, I got uh, scammed out of that one again. Yeah. Well. <laughs> so, anyways, <laughs> he would actually transport because I guess the Mexican border was getting too thick for him. Sure. So he would yeah. transport his drugs actually via plane to Bahamas and then from Bahamas to Florida. Okay. You see, I I, I always picture drugs uh, moving, and it's probably just because I I watched uh, Michael Mann's uh, Miami Vice movie too many times, but By uh, boat. via fast boat, go fast boat. That's right, the speed boats. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. But but okay, so so, so they fly them. Fly them. And now what's really cool in the research I did. Is that now there's actually a, a part in the Bahamas, it's called the Norman K. That's a, a part Key? of okay. K. Yeah, yeah K. Um, so, anyways, there's a plane there that's underwater. It's an old drug plane. Oh, you're kidding me. Yeah. Now, this plane is very large. It's probably like a B-52 kind of size. Holy smoke. So, like, like, yeah, like 747 kind or that, like like jumbo size. jet. Jumbo, jumbo jet. jet. Yeah. That's actually underwater now, and you can actually Remarkable. go and dive and snorkel through the plane underwater. Oh, wow. So, the mishap of a drug plane going down and crashing and burning uh-huh. is now an exhibit. <laughs> Well, circle of life. <laughs> just, just, just out of curiosity, you think? Uh... No, there's no drugs there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> oh, see, see, Cam jump on a plane. I'm going to the Bahamas, yeah. folks. Uh, <laughs> see you later. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't really matter what kind. You know, it's just you know, finders keepers. I figure. That's right. You know? yeah. oh, I'm sure it's all been cleaned out. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I'm sure. So, I mean, w- w- with with uh, the Bahama Mama, I mean, yes. it's got the like the name of the place in it right there. Right, yes. is, is it? Are the Bahamas uh, the, the uh, famous for other drinks as well? Or right. Like, so the Bahama like other, Mama other... actually is the national drink of Bahamas. Okay, good. But there are other drinks there as well. Sure. There's one that's very famous. It's called the Gumbe Smash. And it's made by... <laughs> I know. I like the name. I like the name. It's, it's, like yeah. the name. Uh, it's made by Emily Cooper, who worked at Blue Bay Bar. Yeah. The BBB, yeah. I call it. So anyway, she worked at the Blue Bay Bar, mm-hmm. and she created this drink. Now, in this drink, there is 
pineapple juice, mm-hmm. orange juice. So pretty well the same tropical thing. Yeah. Malibu rum, which is your favorite. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then light rum, golden rum, dark rum. So this is a very boozy drink. That's a lot of rum. Yeah. So this is like kind of like the zombie we've done before. Sure. Okay. Where it's yeah. a lot more than the two ounces that you could actually serve at a bar. Sure. This is a very boozy drink. You're really looking at one or two max uh, in a sitting. In a sitting. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Now, the other thing, other uh, drink that actually I found out, because like I said in the past, is that I go to these places in uh, these, these countries in the Caribbean, and the bartenders tell me their drinks, and they're all happy to tell me, mm-hmm. no problem, here's a recipe, here you go. Well, that's neat. I mean, that that, that sounds like a nice, uh, a very pleasant evolution of tiki culture, because I remember you, you know... Saying, saying it's very secretive, yeah. and now we've gone the other way. Yeah, right? nice. So, um, but this actually, in this situation, when I was at the Bahamas, and I was talking to this bartender, and he made this amazing drink, and I'm like, okay, what's in this drink? And mm-hmm. he wouldn't tell me. He wouldn't let it go. Oh, okay. So I actually had to do what me and Chris talked about was before in another podcast, is reverse mm-hmm. mixology. So what it means is I tasted it. Okay, I tasted some peach snaps in there. taste another sip. I taste a little bit of this and that. And so... After watching him make it once mm-hmm. and checking, you know, kind of watching kind of keeping him, an keep eye an eye on him, on him. Sure. even though he's trying to be very sneakative, mm-hmm. I still figured it out. So this drink is called the Liquid Steel. It's a cool name. Yeah, I like the name. Yeah. And I told him that. Um, <laughs> and so it has a light beer, like say a Coors Light or Bud Light or something that's light. Okay, like okay. a full like a full beer? Like a full... Uh, I'd say about half a beer. Okay. Uh, I'll actually, we'll give the recipe out. We'll, okay. put, we'll put it on the, the, oh, right the, on. Okay. On the details. Yeah. So it's a, a light beer. Triple sec, peach snaps, cranberry juice, and raspberry puree. So it sounds more like uh, sort like of like a rattler. A, a rattler. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it sounds very tasty. I mean, it sounds very tasty. Yeah. Uh, I had two or three of those, and then I was told by the, the <laughs> missus I was cut off. Right. Was no yeah. more. It's time for you to have a little nap. I'll have a little nap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Be on my way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that one I figured out on my own, which is pretty cool. That's and, very uh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you mind uh, offering the specific measures of all those things? Will that no, be on the I'll, website? Um, or? Put, so when I do the uh, podcast, the sort the, the the details to this podcast, mm-hmm. I'll do is I put all three recipes on. Perfect. There. Yeah. So the Bama Mama, the uh, Gumbe Smash, and the Liquid Steel. We'll put all that on there Beauty. for you. So, okay, Craig, I know that this is a drinks podcast. You know, it's about mixology and tiki yes. culture. But Gorgeous. Yeah, but for crying out loud, you were in the Bahamas, and we really haven't had much of a chance to talk about it. So what on God's green earth did you see there? So one of the cool things I saw right from my beach on the bay that I was on mm. Uh, right across was an island, and the best way to describe it is actually the island from the beginning of Gilligan's Island. Ah, just remember, sit right back, back and I tell you a tale, tale of a deep boat trip. Yep, I definitely remember it. And the funny part was actually there was a boat that would transport people back and forth about every hour to this island. And I swear to God, this boat looked like the SS Minnow, ah. but, but green. <laughs> So I actually took a picture, yeah. and on my Facebook page, I've got this green boat with the island in behind, uh-huh. and I've got the words to the Gilligan's Island theme. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> I wonder if uh, a coconut radio would work on that island. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> or is there like a, what's the, the car they had that... Uh... <laughs> It was like a Fred Flintstone Fred car. Fred car. Yeah. Here we go. We're really dating ourselves there right now. There we go. I, I know. I'm so yeah. telling you what my age yeah. is right now. But it was so cool. So what I ended up doing is I found out and asked some locals exactly whose island this is. And then I came back and, of course, verified it myself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's actually Eddie Murphy's Island. The comedian? The comedian actually owns this island. 
So what uh, happened was that he bought this island back in 2007 for okay. $15 million. Okay, for an island? That's pretty good yeah, price. I mean, I'm not that's a not too you know, great big right rich guy. Right near NASA but... Bahamas. You're right there in the heart of you know, yeah, all the action. Yeah, the Caribbean. I wouldn't, I wouldn't complain about that. And no. you're only a 45-minute flight to uh, Florida. Exactly. Jeez. No, the only thing is, of course, you're in hurricane zone too, right? So like, that kind of sucks. That's true, but you've got the glasses to handle it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so what it happened is he stayed there for a couple of years, and then he's mm-hmm. like, you know what? I think I'm going to go to the mainland. So he moved to the mainland NASA Bahamas. Okay, okay. Right. Okay, and actually now what he does, he rents out the island to the general public, so you can actually rent Eddie Murphy's island. I know, I don't, I'm pretty sure it's a pretty hefty price. Tag. I, I would imagine, yeah, it's basically <laughs> one rich guy loaning it out to other rich Another guys. Rich guy. But yeah, yeah, yeah. nevertheless, kind of neat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, a couple of other places that we checked out, uh, were, so of course we have to check out some bars. Of course, yes. Yeah. Uh, we checked out what's called the Tiki Bikini Hut. Mm. I know the title itself kind Tell of me explains. More. I had to keep my eyes closed the entire time. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you had to wear a bikini. No, no, no. I just had to keep my eyes staring yeah, well, at the ceiling the entire know, time. You know. Being good behavior. Happy uh, happy uh, girlfriend, happy boyfriend. Uh, that's how it goes? Yeah, I'm that's, pretty sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the other one we went to, and it's actually it's a franchise. I'm sure we've all heard of it. It's called Senior Frog. Oh, yeah, Senior Frogs. I've heard of them. I've yes. never been to one. Um, yes. But I think they're like they're popular down in the states. I don't think we have any in Canada, but I could no. be wrong about that. You're right. You're right. Okay. Yeah. So it's a pretty popular uh, chain of uh, bars, and mm-hmm. actually, this one in particular is actually hanging over the coastal line. So the whole bar actually is above water, like just it's actually perched. Okay, I see. Perched I see what you mean, like like on along, pylons kind of thing. along the coastline. Right. Right. And actually, right across from it, actually, is where all the uh, cruise ships come in. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool. You're literally maybe about. 100 yards away from the cruise ships. From the cruise ships sailing Coming by. in and out. Man, I'd like to plant myself on that patio. <laughs> now, what's really cool about this place is that they have signs that completely cover the ceiling, the walls, every inch of it. And the signs are kind of like slogans, like these silly slogans, like marriage is not a word, it's a sentence. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Sorry, it took me a second there, but yeah, that's but, um, but, Well, you're not married, so yeah, yeah. That's a, yeah, so, yeah. So, so what you're saying is, is that <laughs> it's, it's like a series of dad jokes. Bad jokes all yeah, over the place. Yeah, yeah well, and, that's fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, a bit like, like uh, I mean, I've seen in bars before, you know, you get a whole bunch of license plates uh, slapped up the on the wall. Exactly, and, you know, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I went to a place in Belgium, actually, uh, okay. in Brussels, uh, many years ago. Well, probably, yeah, at least five years ago now. And it had a variety of hubcaps from all around the world no from different way. vehicles. It was it was pretty impressive. Now see, that yeah. would be cool. Yeah. That'd be very cool. Yeah, but signs awesome. are good too. Yeah, yeah. So and then while we're there, they actually have a guy on a microphone the mm-hmm. entire time that you're there. And what he does is he brings people up and he plays games with them. So he had uh, done musical chairs. And so they sit there and do drinks. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you remember musical chairs, so there was, say, there's 10 people, there's 10 chairs. Yeah. And then, and the then one gets pulled yeah. each time. And then, of course, whoever doesn't get to a chair is out. Uh, is out. Yeah. So so whoever remains when there's one chair gets left. Gets a shot as well. So by the time you get to that hmm. last chair. <laughs> Seems like a lot of calories for, uh, uh, it's yeah. It's a lot of shots, <laughs> for sure. But yeah. it was pretty cool to watch and it was nice. really fun to see. And uh, another place that we wanted to go see, but we unfortunately we get, our trip got canceled because of weather. Exuma Island, and that's where the pigs actually swim. You can actually swim with the pigs. I thought it was swim with sharks. No, no. This is swimming with the pigs. So on the beach, there actually are wild pigs living on this island. They actually they run, roam free, do whatever they want. So like feral pigs. Yeah, all over the place. 
They, they that's their home. That's their turf. Is and there like a hotel? No, no, no. It's literally a, a, a like deserted a secu- island, a very secluded island with pigs. There's no residents on it. It's just the pigs, and it's a tourist destination. And so you go there and you can swim with the pigs. <laughs> He's got this strange look in his face. I'm, I'm just. I thank God this is radio. So. I'm rarely speechless, but but oh, okay. So so I I need I need more context. You're gonna have to explain okay, this a little so bit. So what you actually do is you actually have to pay somebody mm-hmm. to go over there via boat mm-hmm. onto the beach. Okay, and then what you do is you bring apples and carrots with you, and the pigs will come running out of the forest out to you. And you can feed them these carrots and apples, but also too they'll sit there and swim with you along the beach line. Wow! In the water, also too what they'll do is if you are your boat's close enough to shore, they'll actually swim out to your boat to get the food. You see, I'm just I'm just getting flashbacks to seeing the movie Hannibal. No, um, not that they're not that violent. Yeah. <laughs> They're yeah. not that kind of pig. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. I'll take okay, your word for it. But but they're essentially tame. I mean, I guess if you got fruit, you're probably safe. Well, think about because these pigs get fed daily. Right. By so they're the all, general public. Right. So they're used to people. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And they're mm-hmm. also, they're not starving. They're mm-hmm. full. They're yeah. well taken care of, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah. So why are there pigs on this island? So where are the pigs coming from? And uh, I've actually heard this twice in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. Is one was that a shipwreck happened a long time ago and the pigs made it to shore. And then, so of course, there's like generations of generations of pigs that uh, yeah. that live there. No, I suppose that's uh, that's quite feasible. Yes, yeah. exactly. Because back then, remember the merchant ships would bring livestock. With yeah, them, absolutely. Right? Yeah, well, you'd want to have you know livestock for wherever you ended up, or you wanted to sell them, or whatnot, or eat while you're traveling. Exactly. Yeah. Now the second one is just what you talked about. Some pirates, what would they do? Was actually place the pigs on the island for future food. While they, uh, okay. while they go battle. So they would right. go drop them off. Okay, we come back for those guys later. Go to battle. Mm-hmm. And then never came back. It's like when I order an extra large pizza and then put half of it in the fridge and forget about it for a week. And then never come back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but it's not like the pizza is going to also like have baby pizzas. <laughs> well, no, you see, that's the problem. I haven't quite figured that part of the equation out yet. But when I do, believe me, I'm going to be worth billions. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm trying yeah. to make pizzas breed. That's it. Yeah. Uh, Oh, um, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, yet. probably not. But, you know, a guy can dream. That's um, right. So, okay, I'm not sure if this is the Bahamas, but I remember my parents, and my parents are not warm weather people, but I remember them going to a really, and this is many, many years ago, so I'm right, not even sure if right, it's relevant, right. but but I remember them, uh, uh, they had to go to a conference. Right. My dad had to go to a conference. My mom went with them, and there was this massive, I think at the time it was one of the biggest resorts in the world. Um, you know, really, really lavish, uh, and I uh, called Atlantis. I, I think exactly. It's called Atlantis. Okay, so so I'm right. That yeah. that is in the Bahamas. Yeah. So okay. Atlantis actually is a resort in NASA Bahamas. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to let you know, by the way, Bahamas is like 700 islands. Oh wow. Uh, the majority of them are inhabited. Like okay. Not, yeah. You know whatever. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, Eddie er- Eddie Murphy owns one of them. So that's right. Uh. <laughs> that's it. And the pigs too, too. Hey, that's true. Okay, so that's two down, right? That's two Already, down yeah. Six hundred ninety-eight to go. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So Atlantis actually has a resort there, but also what they also have too is an aquarium, mm-hmm. and this is actually one of the largest aquariums in the world. And oh, you we don't went, say. And we went to go visit. It's very, very cool. As mm-hmm. uh, have actually in in the aquarium in the area it has over fifty thousand types of species. Wow. In the aquariums. Wow. 14 lagoons mm-hmm. and over 8 million gallons of water. 
That is remarkable. So, and what's really cool about it is, is one part that I remember we went through, um, you go underground and also you're in a conveyor belt mm-hmm. and also you come up and you're in a glass tunnel mm-hmm. and you're in the tank. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. And I've, I've taking seen photos pictures. of this type You're of taking thing. pictures yeah. and there's sharks flying or swimming over top of yeah, you. Yeah, but it's like they're flying, I imagine. Manta rays. Yeah. Um, if you don't know what a manta ray is, folks, a manta ray is basically a stingray, mm-hmm. but much bigger. Yeah, and I mean, stingrays are what? Like maybe three feet across? Three feet across. These yeah. are probably get up to about 20 feet in, di- in width. Wow. Yeah, they're yeah. huge. Enormous. They're huge. Mm. So... Yeah, so you actually get to sit there on this conveyor belt, take pictures while you're going through the aquarium. Very, very cool. That sounds amazing. You see, now what I remember about uh, my my parents go go going to Atlantis, and the reason this that it kind of you know came up, yeah, kind of kind of set off a light bulb, is that my experience of Atlantis is significantly different because, well, number one, I didn't get to go. Uh, and other than hearing Being that expensive, it's like, well, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and I mean, other than hearing that they had a fake earthquake every day as part of the kind of festivities that That's that occurred. That's cool. There. I, I yeah, didn't well, know that. Yeah, it's kind of neat. Um, uh, what I remember it for is uh, my brother and I basically having a week long party and nearly getting away with it, uh, except uh, somebody put a post it note right above the stove saying I was drunk here last <laughs> week. Uh, which my mom found. There you so, go. Uh, <laughs> You're you know, in trouble now. Yeah, that, that's a lesson to you, kids. Uh, uh, so, you will be found out. Well, the, the thing is, you know... We it, even broke the couch and fixed it. Well, that's what I was just about to say. So when you have a big party, I remember when I used to have these house parties when my mom would go away. You look at all the large details, right? Like the broken door, the broken bookshelf. <laughs> I had exactly. a broken door. Like, like the stuff that the they're going to notice bookshelf, when the they first The very obvious walk things. Yeah, yeah, but you know what, yeah. though? And, and I had the exact same scenario. So we had this big, huge party, and one of my bathroom doors got smashed into. So we Ooh. actually were able to fix it. It was mm-hmm. able to be repairable. Mm-hmm. But she realized we had a party when she went to go put on her high heels, and there was smoke, cigarette butts and oh. bottle caps. Gone. Beer caps in her high heels. I'm like, great. Yeah. So the small details you have yeah. to watch out for too. That's pretty hard to explain, right? Away. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've we all seen, probably seen risky business, right? Remember the house? He puts it back perfectly. Yeah, except, except for the one crack that's in the sphere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no. So you is this a cautionary tale it. lesson? I it, well, yeah, I, I suppose so. Yeah, yeah. like uh, you know, don't. Uh, I mean, like in business, you know, they often say don't sweat the little things. But in when, when it comes to obfuscating partying from your parents, sweat the little things, kids. Not just the big things, but and the little things. But I, I think me and you've had this conversation, and I told you what I would do is that I would have a buffer zone. So I'd have a mm. day or two before mm-hmm. you get your supplies, mm-hmm. and what you do, folks, is you take all the valuables and you put that in this one room. And you lock that door and say, this is out of zone. Like, yeah, no where, were you, there. where were you when I was doing this party? Because that would have saved me a lot of grief. And then what you do is you have two days after the party to like, okay, I've got to fix the place up. Got to yeah. clean the place. Yeah. Spot you know, check. Spot check, everything, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that, it sort of gets you out of the mm. out of danger. <laughs> Duly well, noted. usually, like again. Yeah, no, I mean, you can't, you can't take all eventualities into account. Can no, you? no, mm. no. Um, so, so, okay, that's actually kind of a fun fact about uh, the Bahamas, the fact that, that Atlantis <laughs> is there. Or general. us, yeah. <laughs> um, like, yeah. Give me another fun fact. Okay, so one of the cool fun facts I like about Bahamas is the flag. So the flag actually has blue, yellow, and black in it. Hmm. Now, the color yellow means sun, which is there all the time. Sure, yeah. Blue means water or sea. Yeah. And the black means strength and power of the people. So you got cool. sun, water, and people. strength and people. Yeah. Right. 
Now, another thing that's also cool about the Bahamas I found out while I was there is that you know how every country has a coat of arms, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. In the coat of arms for Bahamas, there's a ship. The ship actually is a Santa Maria. Oh, which okay. is Christopher Columbus. Columbus. Right. Christopher okay. Columbus's ship. Yeah, Nina Pinto Santa Maria. Right, oh. because actually he was a, that was the very first stop he made when he came over here in 14 in, I see. Yeah, okay. 1492. Yeah. That's right. Columbus sailed the ocean blue. That's right. Oh. So, it was one of the first islands he hit and that was actually the major hub back then, was Bahamas. Mm-hmm. So, that's why the the coat of arms is Santa Maria in there. Now, the other thing, too, also I noticed in there when I was doing some research is that tourism, and like I said, when I was down there, there was people from mostly from the States, uh, some Canadians, mm-hmm. people from uh, Germany, England, mm, those Germans uh, are Russia, travelers. a lot of Russia people. A lot of Russians. Very surprised by that. Huh. Very, a lot of Russians, actually, and Asians as well. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, apparently, that 20% of the revenue for the Bahamas uh-huh. is tourism. That's a huge chunk. That's a huge chunk. Yeah. And there actually are times of the year where there's more tourists than there are locals. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, that that actually uh, is a bit reminiscent of uh, uh, Whistler Village, uh, w- uh, of, of the Whistler Blackholm uh, Ski Resort oh, outside really? Vancouver. Okay. Yeah. Did not know um, that. You know, I mean, now it's an all-season resort. Um, right. But frequently the, uh, the tourists outnumber the locals by a significant margin. Wow. And, you know, the tourists tend to be significantly more... Money? Liquid. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Money is another way of <laughs> yeah, putting yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Spoiled would be another way. But yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You yeah. Know. Rich and ready to spend it. Yep. 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 <laughs> exactly. You just better smile. <laughs> that's right. Hey, I'm sure that's what they want. Come on in, folks. Spend your money Absolutely. here. Absolutely. Hey, it's an economic boom well, to the province. Just so. saying that, actually, I, I I noticed when we're in the Bahamas, it's very mm-hmm. Americanized for one. And mm-hmm. two, it's probably one of the most expensive Caribbean islands I've ever been to. Mm. Really, it is. It's I don't like the most expensive. Yeah, but I mean, I guess it makes sense given its proximity. It's only, you know, it's so simple. So the flights are like from the states. I mean, it's only forty five minutes. Yeah, so right? the flights are relatively cheap. I imagine, and you know, you can. You, I mean, literally, you can be there and back in a day. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That'd be weird. Eh? Yeah, I'm going to the Caribbean just for the day. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I wish. Uh, <laughs> did you know? I did not. Now, remember we just talked about that the Bahamas, in some ways, is kind of like the hub mm-hmm. of the Caribbean. Sure, yeah. Now, also, too, back in the 16 and 1700s, is also was a pirate haven hub. Okay, So, it was sure. actually yeah. a hub as well back then for the pirates. Sure. And the reason why... Well, seven, 700 islands, that's plenty of places to hide. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Now, the reason why, also, too, is because there's shallow waters in the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. So, for the pirates, it was very easy for the merchant ships to take over. So... Yeah. And, 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 and it was easy to take over the merchant ships. Yes. So the reason why it's very easy to take over merchant ships is because back then, when you first the pirates pirate sea started, mm-hmm. okay, they were actually would do is you'd have a small boats of like maybe ten to twelve guys going up to the big merchant ships, and then oh. using their hooks, you know, rope and hooks. Sure, sure, sure. And oh, then that's get very the, different than you know than the image, on, yeah, that that they get TV in TV and movies and books. Yeah. And eventually, stuff. the yeah. bigger ships came into play. But at the beginning, piracy actually started off with very small ships. Wow! Getting onto the bigger ships. You see that that that's really interesting because uh, I mean, your your and my mutual friend uh, spent some time. Ian spent some time uh, fighting pirates off the coast of Somalia. 
Yeah. And, uh, and you know, it was... That's a, exactly, if you look at the... Yeah, yeah and it's small boats, it. you know, small maneuverable boats would come yeah. up beside these tankers and stuff. So isn't that, you know, the, the more still, it changes, the more it stays the same. Stays the same, exactly. Yeah. And so, yeah, because of the shallow waters, it was much easier to take over the merchant ships. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the big pirates that we know back then, that actually, that was his home haven, was actually Blackbeard. Ooh. Yeah, he yeah. seems like a bit of a jerk. <laughs> Yeah, he's not your next door neighbor, dude. It's like, it's like, he's up for blood. Yeah, like I, I just feel like he wouldn't be a nice yeah, I mean, addition to the neighborhood. Between you and the gold, I'm pretty sure uh, you picked the gold. Uh, <laughs> it's like, now, what, another... you're saying my charming uh, banter <laughs> wouldn't, uh, wouldn't get me very no, far. No, I suppose be, not. You would be a very good pirate. Yeah. 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 Now, the word Bahama is actually in Spanish means uh, shallow waters. Oh, Yes, it's actually pronounced Bahamar. Bahamar, yeah. Bahar. Let's go with Bahamar. Yeah. So Bahamar in Spanish means shallow waters, and that's exactly what the Bahamas was, was okay. shallow waters. Okay, so yeah, no, and absolutely, that makes it very convenient for, you know, getting in and out, I imagine. Yeah, exactly. And like yeah. you said, it was a great place for them to hide. Mm-hmm. There's 700 islands. Yeah. And most of them are pretty well non-existent. Covered in pigs. Covered in pigs. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, another cool fact, actually, and this one really uh, I was very interested in, is that we all are James Bond fans. If you're all James Bond, then you'll know what I'm talking mm. about. So the movie called Thunderball. Oh, yeah, man. Love the uh, Tom Jones uh, uh, anthem to that uh, that movie. Exactly. Now, in Thunderball, there's some scenes actually underwater and actually were shot in caves on the same island that the pigs were on. Oh, really? Um, yeah, underwater in those caves on that island. Oh, that's pretty. So cool. they shot they shot Thunderball there. Huh. So you can imagine if you, like we're <laughs> well, that's convenient, right? Because like in your off time, you've got like you know pigs to swim with. Yeah, but you <laughs> imagine Sean Connery like, hey Sean, so uh, how are the pigs? How are they doing? There are too many are pigs. They, are they are they calling you up on a day to day basis? No, are you no. are you on the same Facebook page? I've signed <laughs> so many autographs. <laughs> I would love to ask him. So Sean, so uh, how's it like working with the pigs? <laughs> I think he would just slap you. <laughs> I say, dude. Why? I thought we were shooting a movie here. Why are there so many pigs? <laughs> yeah, it's Thunder Pig. That's what yeah. you should have called it instead, eh? Yeah. Thunderball. Oh, Thunder God. Pig. Let's move on. This okay. isn't going anywhere. I know it's going nowhere. <laughs> um, one of the other things, too, that's pretty cool, actually, is just off of the uh, NASA island, actually, is mm-hmm. this road. It's underwater. That there's a discussion if it's man-made or not, because what it is, it's about a half mile long, mm-hmm. and it's stones perfectly laid out like a stone road. Side by side, perfectly measured, oh, side geez. by side, all the way down for half a mile. So, like, I know there's areas like off the coast of Greece and 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 like like the, in the Mediterranean where they yes. found sort of stuff like. So, like, is the so assumption was, that this is sort of from an ancient civilization or? Right. Well, they're saying it was this part of Atlantis because you know maybe because Atlantis right. resorts there yeah, is like a gimmick. Legend. Yeah. Um, so what I've seen so far in most of the research is that it's not man-made mm. and that this is not an uncommon thing actually around the world that there are several places where there actually is sort of these rock roads or perfectly laid stones uh-huh. in, a, in an order that must be man-made. Sure, okay. Right? Yeah, like it gives the appearance of being man-made. Exactly. But it's actually aliens? It's, 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 uh, <laughs> well, Joking. You really want to go there? Yeah, no, <laughs> no, like, absolutely not. No. Like, <laughs> anyway, Neither the, places, the time nor the energy. Yeah, well, we, this is yeah. only a half hour long. <laughs> Actually, the road. So the road is called Domini Road. Okay, if you want to check it out. So, so and and basically, like like it's it's sort of theorized that it's it's a geological feature, basically. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. yeah no, yeah. I've 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 heard of 
there's there's some caves I think uh, in Scotland or off the coast of Scotland that are very like they're almost pixelated or almost like uh, blocks in the game Minecraft. Yeah. Uh, and it's a cave or, or like various sort of features along the coastline. Oh, very cool. I think I've heard about that. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, the legend says that these were like like giants' homes or caves and this type of thing. But, you know, in modern era, it's it's been determined that it's actually just just that's the way the rocks form. Yeah. So, yeah. It's nature. Nature working its mysterious ways, you, right? Nature's neat. Exactly. <laughs> it wants to be organized. Yeah. <laughs> OCCD. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like... yeah. Into a level of Qbert. I'm once again dating myself, folks. Oh no! Here we go. No. All right, let's go on to mailbag. Okay, I think it's uh, I think it's my turn this week. Um, so I've got uh, got one here from Tom. Yes. Uh, and uh, Tom says uh, I've seen some recipes uh, with a lot of sugar in them, sugar liqueurs. Okay. Um, and I like the flavors. Right. But I'd like to know how to make them less sugary, less sweet. Right. So we're talking about the creams to the creme de bananas, the creme de cocos, the creme de mints. Sure. Yeah. Like those they're, kind they're, of they're like right? really, really syrupy. Right. And, yeah. The sambugas and all the things like that. It's like yeah. cough syrup. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So the way you can cure this, and we talked about this before in uh, past uh, podcasts, is the mm-hmm. balance. So a cocktail has to have a balance. So you can have a spirit. Then you have the sugar, where we just talked about the liqueurs. Mm-hmm. But then also you could do is you add lime juice. And then what the lime juice is going to do is going to counteract the sweetness mm-hmm. and therefore bring it up a little more balanced. And so it's not so sweet. Okay, that's a bit, um, like, bit, bit like gin and tonic then, I assume. Right, right, like if you do a Tom Collins example, there's lime juice and, and sh- sugar in there, but mm-hmm. really you don't taste them because they kind of counter each other out. They kind of knock each other out, right? Okay, right. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, because I mean, they basically sort of sit on the opposite side of the like flavor right. wheel or like if whatever you put too much of one you okay it's a little sweeter if you yeah. put a little it's a little more tart right um and uh yeah so you could do it that way also cool. bitters bitters is a really good way to cure sure, this yeah no sweetness right there. yeah so you can do like an orange bitters or something that way therefore the bitters is going to give you a little more bite mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and take away from the sweetness um another way that you can do it i'm not a big fan of on its own is club soda Okay, yeah, sure. Right. It's salty water, water. With big bubbles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But club soda is great in the summertime, um, especially in things like sangrias and things like that, because what it does, it softens up the punch. Yeah, well, no, and that's right. And I remember yeah. us, uh, uh, I think we've discussed that a little bit off mic uh, before, but yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, and I, you know, I mean, I'll, I'll sometimes uh, swap out the uh, tonic for, for soda with, uh, you know, sort of like more flavorful gins. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, no, I'm generally happy with the result. Yeah, and like it, I guess saying you want to make sure it's a balance. So just make sure when you're doing this that you're you know trying a little bit at a time. You mm. don't want to like you know two or three ounces of soda and then all of a sudden you just washed out everything. Okay, right. right. So all of a sudden you don't taste any of the liqueurs that you want to get in there. Yeah, you're basically just right? drinking fizzy salty, fizzy, salty water. water. Right. No, no good. Okay. And so uh, yeah, that's the answer to that question. There we go. Awesome. So that is our show. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think we've uh, packed enough information into this one. Certainly think so. It's been a doozy. Yeah. Welcome See, back. That's, well, that's because I do research. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I keep telling the girlfriend why we're we going on trips for. We're going for research. Yeah. That's yeah. what well, we're going I mean, for. That means you can write them off, right? <laughs> that's, I wish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work that way. I uh, wish it did. It'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, All right. So let's tell everybody a little bit about more information about us. Uh, we can go to www.tikicentralcanada.ca. That's all one word. There you go. And on there, you'll see pictures of me and Cam and about who we are and what we're all about. And also, too, you'll see there's a link in there for iTunes and Google Play. So if you click on that, what that does is get you to subscribe to us. 
which is great because then every time you have a new episode, you automatically get notified. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but I love uh, my podcast that I'm subscribed to that also I get up in the morning and, oh, look, they have a new episode. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I, I basically schedule the rest of my week around which podcast I'm getting on a certain day through my subscriptions. So. Exactly right. I mean, I may lead a sad, sorry life, but, uh, oh, you know, I've got on. that one constant. <laughs> you know you're going to be living in my backyard fix for us this summer. Yeah, come on, I, I know. Here. Well, so, I mean, you got the tiki bar out now, so. I know. We unwrapped it. It was great. It was oh, awesome. it's beautiful. Yeah, it, looks, yeah. uh, it looks good. Just got to get it up and stocked and we're going to go. I can't wait for our first episode. Uh, from there. Recorded from Yeah, there. we're going to record yeah. from there. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Um, so also on two, there's every episode that we've done so far, every podcast we've done. Mm-hmm. So you can click on those. Also, too, there's a blog at the bottom where you can put comments. So if you have any questions or comments that you want to give us, especially on every episode, certain episode, or just in general, you can put it there because we always love to hear comments and questions for sure. And if you know me, if I don't know the answer, I will research it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's about it, really. Um, all the direct links from every podcast. So mm-hmm. if you're in your, your car or something, or you're walking, say, on a lovely day like today. Yeah, and you, and you got a data plan, you can just stream right away. You can stream right away. There you go. And that's it. So, Good hey, stuff. I know we got some rums from Bahamas, so I think we need to do is crack them open. Well, and I got to say, after all this talking, I'm fairly parched. I definitely am, too. And I want to try some of this new stuff out. I'm looking forward to it. And by the way, yes, I really appreciate that bottle you got for me, hey. my buddy. <laughs> it's research, right? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Cam's doing the next podcast. There we go. <laughs> yeah, well, well, we'll see about that if I can still operate buttons. That's it. Okay. All right, folks. We're going to go talk to you later. Right? We'll see you later. Take care. Bye now. All right, bye. Well, I don't know about you, but I got it for Hey, guys. Right? Hey, where's my drink? Hey, where's my drink?